0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 48 of he Buck.
1: He's Mike. She's Becca. And we are back with some wrestling news. We do not have any releases to talk about this week, but we have a possible release coming up.
0: We have a request.
1: Right. Mustafa Ali is requesting his release from the WWE.
0: Yeah, he posted on Instagram uh, that he something along the lines of he just he doesn't feel like he can be what he wants to be
1: exactly uh, in
0: that company and it's unfortunate and uh he's been out since like december he goes on paternity leave according to sean ross sap he was only supposed to be out a week and they just haven't used him since which is bizarre but i mean they yeah it's just another guy that they just couldn't figure out how to use
1: it's crazy because they could have so easily paired him with monsoor they had that thing going for a little bit and now monsoor with cesaro
0: i know it's so weird because they were like him and mansoor were a thing right but it was just for like the Saudi show so like we know what that was about and then but it could have worked but like they split them apart and then they really haven't used either one too much and now manny again like mansoor is with cesaro now in this uh fatal four-way on raw and ali just announces that he's he's over it
1: it's sad, but, I mean, if he doesn't think that he can do what he needs to do, then he needs to go, and he needs to figure that out. I mean, I guess it's better than what Tony Storm did, you know? Yeah, I mean, so.
0: their, their story came out that WWE is more open to superstars that are requesting their releases. Because right. for years, it was like, if you requested your release, like good luck, because they might just hold you. And you're not going to do anything, but they're more open to it. They've been cutting people like crazy anyway, so it's almost like a blessing in disguise for them that like they don't have to be the bad guys here. Yeah, they can be the guys by you know, getting this guy his release, and hopefully he gets it. Hopefully he goes somewhere that he can do what he wants to do.
1: I wonder if, like, where he's trying to go and what he's trying to do. But, I mean, I just hope that he gets the release that he wants and he can do what he wants to do. And a bunch of other people have gotten releases and they've gone to AEW. So do we think he's going to pop up there? Do we think he's going to go somewhere else?
0: I don't know. It's He's, a, he's an interesting one because he's super athletic, super talented. Uh, yeah,
1: he's very talented. But he's
0: spoken before. Um, he wants to... Because, like, growing up watching wrestling, the foreigners were always the bad guys, and he doesn't want to be that. He wants to be, you know, when people like him that are younger that watch him on TV, he wants to be a hero to them.
1: Right, and, and he should
0: be. And like, that's apparently what he can't accomplish in WWE. Um, I mean, I can't imagine there aren't any companies that wouldn't want to do that. Like, like you have a really talented guy who wants to be, like, I guess a babyface foreigner. It's not hard to pull off. Right. I, so, I don't know. I I don't think that AEW again we, they can't sign everyone. Right. There are plenty of places to go. It seems like he'll probably just have to go like the Matt Cardona route of just making your own character on the indies, getting yourself over, and making yourself like an in demand superstar like Cardona has.
1: That yeah, that's a good point. You're right. Not AEW can't take everybody, and
0: he can stop in there. He can pop right. in do a couple matches, whatever. But like, I think he's better off with the route of. Have the freedom to just go anywhere and everywhere, and get your own gimmick over, which I think is what Malachi Black would have done had he not signed with AEW.
1: Right, Malachi Black. He would have figured it it out because he's
0: creative enough, and I think Ali could be creative enough. He just hasn't had the outlet to do it.
1: Right, and they don't really have that option in WWE to be super creative. And if he's sitting there saying that this is what he wants to do, and they're not going with that, then he yeah he should be able to go a separate way. He should be able to do. Or go to especially wherever he like, he's he's like at gets 35.
0: Like, there's, there's not, you know, you, you're, you can't wrestle forever. Right. You know, especially, like, you can't, it, there's not a lot of guys that hit their stride in their 40s and their 50s. Some guys do. Some guys, it does take that long. Like, Diamond Dallas Page was, didn't really become, like, the crazy overstar he was until he was in his 40s. But, like, there's just a, there's a, a limited amount of time that these guys have. And if he's just being wasted, and he has been for a, a couple years now... You know, go make something of yourself. Go make yourself happy.
1: Right. I wonder if he's going to be in the Rumble or if they're going to release him beforehand. No,
0: he's definitely not going to be in the Rumble. You can't right? publicly <laughs> request your release. <laughs> right. And, like, had he quietly done it, they could have, like, put him in there. That's exactly what I was thinking. You can't publicly be like, yeah, I'm out of here. And then I was like, okay. Yeah, Rumble. you're in the Rumble. No, you're a out. I
1: mean, we did have other people announced for the Rumble, but we'll get to that later. We'll go through AEW first. We'll, then we'll get into everything with WWE and the Rumble and who else was announced either on Raw or SmackDown or on Twitter, which. I mean, I'm so ready for surprise entries that I'm getting annoyed by the ones that are announced, to be honest. You know, so let's get right into dynamite. We had Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly opening the show They don't have a name yet, but I'm just going to keep referring to them as the Undisputed until they give me a name to refer to them by. Yeah,
0: exactly. They're the Undisputed until further notice. Right.
1: It's so much easier than saying all of their names all of the time. So while they're talking, the Young Bucks interrupt them, reminding them, the Undisputed, that this is the Young Bucks company. And they're going to go get the tag team titles back. And it's funny because Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly want the tag team titles.
0: Yeah, we have, we have beef within the elite. We knew this. Right. We knew it was coming. Right,
1: and I, I love it. Like, this is one of those predictable things that's just so perfect. Like, let it play out that way.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, especially that should be Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly's, like, goal. Right. Go get those, those tag belts. That's right. what you do. Red Dragon is an amazing tag team. Like, it would be crazy if the Young Bucks didn't expect them to go do that.
1: Exactly. But, you know, then the best friends come out and there's a whole brawl. And Chris Statlander has a standoff with Adam Cole, which was just so perfect because he's not going to do anything. But Brett Baker, his girlfriend, fiance, whatever she is, wife, I have no idea what she (laughs) is to him anymore. But she comes out and just lays out Chris Statlander. And now Britt Baker's part of this elite, and yeah. I love it.
0: Yeah, they share a nice little smooch, um, it, and she comes out with him on Rampage. Right. And it's like she... But it's weird, though. She isn't carrying her title. I don't like that. Like, in none of these segments, they had a backstage segment as well, and their um, their entrance on Rampage. She didn't have her belt for any of it, which it I thought was weird. It doesn't make any sense. But whatever. I'll, I'll, I'm into it. I'm into the idea. I think... It is perfect that you do have Chris Statlander the best friends, so you have someone for Britt Baker to come in and feud with, because we're going to get next week on Dynamite, Statlander and Orange Cassidy versus Cole and Britt Baker. They're already just going straight power couple right into it.
1: Love it. I love it, and I'm curious to see how they're going to do this, if it's going to be like how WWE does it, where if the men are in there, then the men are wrestling. If the women are in there, then the women are wrestling, because I feel like...
0: They did say mixed tag, which typically means that the women will fight the women and right. the men will fight the men. Okay. But we'll see, we'll see what the AEW's definition of mixed tag is.
1: Yeah, cuz AEW's definition of things are always usually different. Like a regular tag team match can have both people in there at the same time apparently. Yeah, there are no the young rules.
0: <laughs> yeah, there are no rules in tag matches in AEW, but uh yeah, yeah, we'll see. Maybe it's just tornado tag rules. Maybe there's no tagging at all. <laughs> oh
1: my god. AEW probably would do something like that because they're crazy. But we also have CM Punk versus Wardlow, and uh, MJF is ringside for this because MJF set this match up because MJF doesn't want to fight CM Punk just yet. And that's fine, but Wardlow beat the absolute (laughs) shit out of CM Punk. And the only reason that Punk got this win was because MJF kept distracting them, telling Wardlow not to stop.
0: Yeah, like it was just powerbomb after powerbomb. It was after like, I think like five in a row or the something. Table. I think it was like six or seven that he ended up with, and then like he goes for another one because like MJF once yeah he hit another stop. one, and Punk gets like the roll up win, and Wardlow is pissed off, and then out comes the accountability, buddy, Sean Spears. We're gonna smooth everything over.
1: It's so funny <laughs> the accountability. buddy.
0: And yeah, I mean, it just it was. I mean there are a lot of ways they could have gotten out of this cuz there was no way that Wardlow was going to beat Punk. Right. Um and you you wouldn't you really can't do the same thing that Punk did last week where like you get the disqualification win and Wardlow wins that match cuz now all of a sudden Punk has his first loss as a disqualification that would look awful. The really the only way they really could have got out of this was that like roll up win but just it, it's we're slowly 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 building Wardlow eventually turning and just beating the shit out of MJF.
1: Yeah, because it kind of we getting there. It kind of looked like it was going to happen right here until Sean Spears came it in. It looks and like, like it's going to happen day.
0: every week. Lately. Right
1: on Rampage. It, I mean, we'll talk about that match. It looked like it was going to happen again. But I'll tell you what, I'm at a point right now where this storyline, this feud between MJF and CM Punk, the storyline itself is better than the matches that have been in it.
0: Of course. And, yeah. and, and that's we've probably going to continue.
1: Right. We've said it before where we think that them talking on the mic is going to be better than their actual match, which, I mean, it's going to be hard to beat their promos.
0: Yeah. They're, they're, you can't beat their promos. They're There's both no way. better. I mean, they're both tremendous in the ring and on the mic, but like especially against each other. We haven't seen them one on one yet, so we don't know how they're going to mesh quite yet, but they mesh pretty damn well on the microphone.
1: Yeah, it's great. It's better than what, like, WWE does when they don't put two people together but, that match. Like,
0: we're getting we're getting to that Wardlow moment. We're slowly crawling towards... Wardlow can be such a star. Guy's got the look. He's strong as all hell. This powerbomb thing is over. Dope yeah, it's entrance. It's confusing
1: to me that he is still part of this. Because, well, like, he, he doesn't want to be.
0: Well, in AEW, you buy your friends. Yeah. <laughs> MJF has bought Wardlow. Andrade thinks that you can buy and sell human beings. We'll get into that in a little bit, because that's that has been my favorite thing this week in wrestling. Is Andrade trying to buy Darby Allen?
1: Yeah, I mean, here's my thing. If Darby Allen is up for sale, like, where do we put our offers in? Because can I buy Darby
0: Allen? It is so funny. Andrade just wants to buy Darby Allen.
1: It's everybody. He tried to buy um packs, guys, too. Yeah, he
0: tried to buy the Lucha Brothers. Right. He's trying to buy Matt Hardy now, I guess, or something. Like <laughs> yes. he's just trying to buy human beings, and it's like I love this gimmick because he's got so much charisma. Andrade does. Yeah. And his English just isn't there, but it's it's there enough that it's just it's so funny to me the things he says and how he says them, and it's. It's just he doesn't think that people are friends. He no, thinks that he, everyone I, is employees of one another.
1: Yeah, I don't think he understands how friendships work. And I don't remember if the whole Darby Allin and Sting thing was this past week on wrestling or the week before. And it's just been like, I don't remember if we talked about it last week or not. But him just being like, why does this boy work for Sting? Yeah. Like, well, how how much can I buy the boy for? Like,
0: what? And they're what? serious. They're, they're promoting it on Twitter. They want to buy Darby Allen from right. Sting as if Sting has the ability to or the legal capacity to in any way. It's 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 so funny to me. And then, yes, Sting had – uh, Andrade had a backstage segment with Matt Hardy that, like, he wants to make a business deal with Matt Hardy because Matt Hardy wants to be done with, like, the HFO stuff, it seems like.
1: Right, and Matt Hardy – is into it. He says, I'm very interested in this. He loves money. This. He's big money, Matt. Right. That's what, they bonded over He's the fact that... he got so many that, kids to support. For real. And they were all there. Um, they had a whole flash of yep. the Hardy family because they were in Raleigh. But yeah, so Andrade and Matt end up bonding over the fact that they both like money and they want to work together. But Matt is interested but doesn't want to talk about it in front of anybody or the cameras or blah, blah, blah. And they walk away together just alone. So... I mean, maybe he's. uh, Would he be buying Matt Hardy?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Is Matt
1: going to sell him Jeff Hardy now that Jeff's just out doing nothing?
0: Like, there's just like this intermingling of stuff going on because you have Dar or you try you have Entrati trying to buy Darby from Sting, but Sting and Darby are feuding with the Acclaimed, and the Acclaimed had like an awesome music video. Uh, Yo,
1: that was I. I jammed very hard to that. That was was on Rampage. Yeah,
0: it was so good. It was so funny just talking about, like, Darby and Sting's weird relationship.
1: Yeah, and I'm pretty sure this song was called Two Grown Men Going Through a Goth Stage. Yeah, sounds sounds good to me. I loved
0: it. And, yes, Sting and Darby end up beating the shit out of The Acclaimed. uh, And it's just, you have that going on. Andrade's trying to buy people. There's a lot of, like, intermingling. I, I still don't understand what Andrade's role in AEW seems to be.
1: I don't think he He
0: barely wrestles. But he does a lot of backstage segments. And like, I just I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's hurt. Maybe they just don't have like a plan for him. So they're just going to have him keep doing this backstage stuff. But I'm on record of being a huge fan of his. um, And I think that that's the problem with AEW right now. There's so many guys that you could theoretically put on top. Right. There's like, there's a lot of them.
1: Because you got to think about... Because like, I'm
0: still disappointed that Adam Cole isn't, like, in the main event scene.
1: Yeah, and also Miro is, like, MIA right now. Miro
0: is, is still MIA, yeah. You have all these guys, and Malachi Black is taking up hella TV time, but in, like, a great way.
1: Oh, yeah. Because this Malachi
0: Black story is, is taking up multiple segments on multiple shows.
1: For real, like this just week Just building on,
0: this cult.
1: On Yeah, and this week on Dynamite, we had Matt Hardy went against Penta, and then... At the end of this, when Penta wins, you know, and he calls out Malachi Black. Now he wants Malachi Black, and the lights go out, and here's Black in the ring. And then the Varsity Blondes and Penta, they start attacking Malachi Black until Julia Hart stops it.
0: Yeah, Julia's like, he's had enough. Julia, in her little... uh,
1: She has an eye patch on Her eye patch
0: still from the time that Malachi Black missed her. She tells them to, like, stop. Right. And they do. So, like, got my eye on her.
1: Uh, Yeah, and then Matt, or not Matt Hardy, Malachi Black starts just, like, pointing and laughing at everybody, and then the lights go out. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, so he's going to, like, the lights are going to come back on, and he's not going to be in the ring anymore. But no, the lights come back on, and he's in the corner of the ring, and Brody King, I... I'm very proud of myself for saying Brody King there and not Brody Lee, because I keep tripping up on it (laughs) whenever I bring up his name, and it makes me sad. They should not have brought another Brody into this. Um, But he's in the middle of the ring, and he just destroys everyone standing tall with Malachi Black. So...
0: Brody King looks like the evolved version of Malachi Black. It's so weird. It's like a Pokemon evolution.
1: It's like this is their, like, tag team gimmick, is the fact they're both just head to toe covered in tattoos. Tattoo
0: boys. Just the (laughs) tattoo brothers. (laughs) Like,
1: Like, it's their, like, their gear. They
0: should be the Tattoo. T-A-T-T-W-O.
1: Love that. Right? Love that. New
0: tag name for, for Malachi and Brody King, the Tattoo.
1: I don't know what they're going to do with Julia Hart because she's 100% part of his faction. Yeah, There's man, no doubt she's a
0: really interesting aspect of this. Um, you know who else might be? They look awesome dismantling those guys in the ring. Like, like I think it was Brian Pillman that took that um, that cannonball from
1: Brody oh King Oh, my in God. I thought he was dead. That was crazy. Men the size of Brody King should not be able to do what he did.
0: Yeah, like he, it like gets the, it's that Kevin Owens cannonball into the corner, and he just Kevin Owens full is another forced. one. He should yeah. not
1: be able to do that. Like it's crazy. The like.
0: The yeah, athleticism, athleticism yeah. of
1: these men that they are able to do those things, and then
0: yeah, you had that Pack segment right. as well.
1: And I think Pack is also part of this. Like he's apparently blinded from Malachi Black from missing both of his eyes. So Julia Hart has just the the pirate eye patch, and Pack has a full blown like. Gauze all the way around his head, and which looked really cool. Honestly. It was great. the whole The whole promo was great. Yes, and he says that he might be blinded and his sight might not come back, but he can see everything.
0: And he's got one of those tarot cards, right? They're that like Malachi is always around. They're like
1: falling around him, and he's holding one, like playing with one. And he's not mad at Malachi,
0: no. Which She's is the not. thing
1: that's like, hmm.
0: Yeah, like, it just seems like we're st- we're just getting that slow build of Malachi is your leader, Brody King is like, your bodyguard, basically. Right. And then you have um, Julia as, like, your queen or, like, your princess character, and then Pac is, I guess, your... the guy you send out to go kill everyone. I, right, I so f- we
1: have this, like, random...
0: This so, family.
1: Like, family or faction growing and building on the one side, and then... And by, like, mist, I guess? Like, if you get misted, you become part of or one of them? Well,
0: it's like, I'm curious to see what happens and what is underneath Julia's eye patch. Right. Is her eye black? Is her right. eye, like, a, is she going to wear a contact lens or something? Is, right. Does Pac have, because, like, at a certain point, people are making the joke online that, like, Malachi Black's whole, half of his face basically is black. So we're getting right. to the, we're almost getting to the point of where it's going to be a problem. No. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if Pac has both eyes that are black, we're going to get into a little bit of, like, a...
1: Well, I like that Malachi's um, contact lens changed color because it used to be like a yeah, no, white, red. light blue, and now it's red, and I and I like that. I think that looks really cool with the black makeup around it. Um, but we have that little faction building, and it's very intriguing to see where that's going. And it's like we're gonna have this this dark. Like, well, I mean, we're going to have, a like, this Black faction, this Malachi Blacks faction, f- up against the faction that Andrade is trying to buy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm intrigued on in how this is going, because aren't Malachi and Andrade friends?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's last, how Pac last got... Last we knew, we right? were friends.
1: That's how Pac got this whole injury, was from that mm-hmm. feud.
0: Yeah. So,
1: it's very interesting to see where all of that's going to go. We also had... A couple of other things happening on Dynamite. Like, Hangman Adam Page, he comes out and he's talking about who's his next opponent going to be.
0: Which we were asking as well.
1: Right. And Dan Lambert comes out, he interrupts him, and then Lance Archer comes out, acting like he's going to go after Lambert, and instead turns on Hangman.
0: Well, I wouldn't say necessarily turns on Hangman, but he abuses Hangman.
1: Right. Well, I mean, like, turns he just it all onto him.
0: Yeah, he moves Dan Lambert out of the way. Dan right. Lambert's shitting his pants because the last time he saw Lance Archer, he got destroyed by Lance mm-hmm. Archer. And we have not seen Lance in a no, while. He's, he hasn't been that, back
1: for a while now. Yeah,
0: since that god-awful moonsault that he just spiked himself on. Oof. And I, I hope he doesn't do it anymore, honestly, because I'm over that. I don't need to see that again. But, yeah, he comes out and just dismantles Hangman. And I'm sitting there just thinking, what a perfect guy to be this transitional challenger for great. Hangman. Because this is going to be, because because Lance Archer is not going to beat Hangman. But he's going to be a great person on Hangman's, like, guys he beat during his reign. Because Lance yeah. Archer is a badass.
1: Well, Hangman is getting a lot of these badasses as his opponents in this title reign. And it's great. And I hope that what we said last week about how either CM Punk or MJF would be the next person. Hopefully MJF would be the next person for uh, Hangman. You're right. Like this Lance Archer would be the perfect like
0: in the the meantime kind of guy. And I think so you do have the the Punk and MJF outside stuff looming. Right, Like, on this. Because they keep talking about how, like, they, be, they should be next in line. And there's just, there's a guy out there that we have somewhat forgotten about. He is booked on a GCW show coming up soon.
1: Honey, I have never and will never forget about John Moxley. I'm just saying. You're out of your mind if you think I will.
0: He's not gone forever. No. And I think that this would be a perfect, like, just handle Lance Archer for the next month or so at the next pay-per-view and then we move along to the actual next real feud which i think moxley would be like a, a perfect guy for that
1: Ugh, don't tempt me with a good time i would love that you know i love john moxley and i miss him and i can't wait for him to come back and i hope it's soon and that's really all i have to say about um, that
0: i love serena deeb and what she did you <laughs> with hikaru shida you
1: do love Sh- serena i do
0: she's fantastic she is like i she's can't so i can't good. Hate on her at all she's very good she's so good she ends up winning against hikaru shida by referee stoppage by Which just abusing crazy. shida's knees and it was just it's genius if you're like she just went in with the idea of if i incapacitate this person enough the referee will stop the match right and that's exactly what happened so she doesn't need to actually beat she doesn't have to pin Sheeta, she doesn't have to submit Sheeta. She just has to make Sheeta not be able to stand up to the point that the referee's like, Okay, you're done.
1: Right, and then she kept attacking her with Kendo stick of afterwards course. because why wouldn't you Because she's
0: not a dummy. This right. isn't her first rodeo.
1: <laughs> right. No, she's been around for a minute. And she's great, so that worked out perfect. We also had Sammy Guevara and uh Daniel Garcia go against each other for the T N T championship and Sammy retains because there was a weird feud going on on the outskirts with uh, yeah, because Kingston
0: and, and, and two and J- Jericho, Jericho stuff that's right. happening.
1: So Sammy picked up on that. We also had the acclaimed vs. Bear Country where the acclaimed win, and then we already said this: Sting and Darby Allen just come out I here like attacking the them. Just, I like I really Darby do. Allen and Sting, so the I acclaimed want them ref- to do it all. They're just
0: fun. I enjoy them a yeah, lot. Yeah, they
1: um, th- that like music video was. Just funny. go watch it. It yeah. was funny. It was silly. It wasn't great, but it was yeah. just like it was
0: fun. It was f- at least, I, I don't know. It, I like that they're using the acclaimed, and they, they are just, they entertain me, man. I don't know what it is about them.
1: I mean, the fact that they come out singing, and the fact that they had a fucking music video. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> like, Max Caster has, like, some pretty solid bars. Like was- He's a pretty good rapper. And so we also had, we had some beef between uh, Jay Lethal and Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks is your FCW champion. Jay Lethal mentions, like, it's not even a real title, but, like, I'll be happy <laughs> to take it off of you just because you like it so much. And I like that we're we're actually using Jay Lethal, which is cool, and put him up against Ricky Starks, who's just been doing, like, commentary and, like, intermittently wrestling. I don't... We've talked about it on this podcast. I don't get why the FCW title exists, other than just, like, Taz has it. But I do like that... Jay Lethal acknowledge it. Like, it's not even a real title. I don't even care about it, (laughs) except for the fact that you do, and I want to take it off of you.
1: It's like the Million Dollar Man title.
0: Yeah, the Million Dollar Belt. Same same exact idea. Like, it's only valuable to the holder. It's not actually valuable to the company in any way. Right. And the last thing to really mention during this week is that uh, with the MJF and CM Punk feud, we did have that uh, Wordlow cm Punk match, and then MJF super pissed off, you want the match. I'm going to give you the match that all of you want to see so bad. Next week, it's CM Punk versus Sean Spears. So Sean Spears is going to be next in line for Punk instead of MJF. We're doing like a five stages of Jericho, yeah, but just for the real. two stages of, of Punk here.
1: I don't know, man. I think after that, he's going to just like somebody else is going to take it. Like, I don't think he's going to go after, be she, after Sean Spears. I think he's going to say like this random guy in the audience or something. You know, like he's. <laughs> like, it's not going to be him. It's going to be somebody else.
0: But, yeah, we had Sean Spears deliver a promo saying that, you know, seven years out of the game is seven years way too long. Like, I'm better than you. And I like Sean Spears. This yeah. promo wasn't great, but the most interesting part of this promo to me was Wardlow in the back just not giving a shit about what Sean Spears is saying. Well,
1: it was funny because when Sean Spears came out, this promo was happening after Sean Spears beat uh, Andrew Everett. But yeah, in
0: like ten seconds. It was
1: very quick. But... When he was coming out, when Sean Spears was coming out, he stopped on the ramp and turned around and was, like, waving Wardlow on. Like, Wardlow did not want to come out with him to begin with.
0: No, Wardlow's over the shit, man. He's like, so Whenever over that it. alleged contract that he signed with MJF mm-hmm. is up, like, he's going to come out with that contract and just be like, just and just destroy both of them.
1: Yeah, I think he's going to turn on them, and I think he's going to do it quick, and I can't wait for that. And that's really everything for AEW. That is one turn that I can't wait to see. And when we get into the flip side of WWE, there is a turn of a tag team that I did not at all care about. But we're not going to talk about that just yet. We're going to go right into Raw talking about Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman because they are just a force to be reckoned with. And of course, backstage, we have Bobby Lashley and MVP watching. The Hurt Business is here, for whatever reason. Just
0: desperate ex-girlfriends. So
1: desperate. Just sad. It is.
0: Remember with the good times?
1: It is such an you remember unnecessary when we loved you? segment. <laughs>
0: it's so sad.
1: It's so bad. But, you know, Bobby Lashley was like, we're not the Hurt Business. Get out of here. And then when, listen, when Paul, Brock Lesnar does Paul Heyman's, like, intro to Brock Lesnar, Why does Brock do it better than Paul?
0: He does it so well. It doesn't make
1: any sense to me. He does it so well. But we finally get this, like, Bobby is interrupting Brock, and we're getting this back and forth. And Bobby is on the mic, and Brock is on the mic the entire time. And it's super confusing because MVP and Paul Heyman are also standing in the ring, not on a mic.
0: Yeah, I need I need Brock and Bobby to not be the talkers. No. Of this feud. it was it was weird because Brock has been very fun, like as this face character, and like he's right. he's fine on the mic, and as is Bobby Lashley, but like you have MVP and Paul Heyman, who I would much rather hear from because they're such fantastic hype men for their respective guy. Right, and yeah, like Brock had a great line about basically like. Bobby Lashley's talking about how Brock Lesnar has been ducking him for 20 years. And Brock Lesnar's like, I didn't even know who you were until (laughs) I met you at Royal Rumble. And, like, I thought that was just a fire line. He called it uh, Bobby a Brock Lesnar wannabe. And just, like, just the low-hanging fruit.
1: Of course.
0: And I want to just, for the next couple weeks that we have until Rumble... Let Paul Heyman and MVP carry the rest of this.
1: Exactly. That's what uh, needs to
0: happen. Yeah, like, I don't even want physicality between the two. I want them no. to be kept away from each other as well, much as possible. They I, didn't... I feel like we're going to have a contract signing. Yeah. Like, for sure. But I just need them to not touch.
1: Well, they didn't t- this during this segment on Raw, because when... Brock was like, oh, you're just a Brock Lesnar wannabe and blah, blah, blah. Like, he just leaves. And then the Hurt Business came out and attacked Bobby Lashley. So, like, is it the Hurt Business is just, like, salty and that's why they're attacking them? Or is it Paul Heyman is recruiting the Hurt Business now? I think they're just salty and they just need to go fuck off. But who knows?
0: I just think it's, like, why do we keep... Doing the same thing like I, I just feel like they just needed two guys for Bobby to beat up and they was like oh remember we have the hurt business back here right and like because we've already we have you we've beaten that horse way beyond its death
1: very right. like I didn't even know they were
0: still together no it, like they've just been running around for like the 24-7 title for like the last however many months
1: god I hate that. I hate the 24-7 title I cannot deal with it anymore I am not excited at all about that but I am very very excited about this Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns feud because Seth comes out and he's super excited for the rumble and I'm just in here like same cannot wait and he makes it official that he's going after the universal title and we knew this but he finally makes it official Big E comes out and he says that he's excited for Seth and he hopes that Seth wins this title so that when Big E wins the Rumble, which he is right in this moment announcing that he's going to be in the Rumble, that it will be Seth versus Big E at Mania. And like, please do that.
0: Well, here's why that's not going to happen.
1: No, don't pop my bubble.
0: So Big E suggests that he wants to have the match here tonight. Seth's like, nope. We need a better town. This town sucks.
1: Right. He's not ready for it.
0: And Biggie's like, No, you should you should though. And then Seth's like, Okay. And then they have this <laughs> match. And Seth just wins clean.
1: Right. It was a long match. It
0: was a very long match, very good match, but like that that was our WrestleMania match between the two.
1: Right, and we're not going to get just it. just
0: had, I, I would thought for sure there would be no decisive winner of this match. Like a count out or mm-hmm. disqualification, something would happen. But no, Seth gets the clean win. There's no reason to run this back at Mania to me.
1: Right, and that's, that's a shame because that was a good match. And it could have been a WrestleMania match. And now it's not.
0: Yeah, but uh, I mean, again, that doesn't keep Big E like, away from like the title to me. Like, he's right. st- they still need to keep him around that main event scene because, like, I really just hope they don't drop him back to the mid-card like they did with, like, Kofi with his reign. Right. And just keep him in that upper echelon of people.
1: Yeah, but who, like, he's not going to win like, I don't know
0: who I don't know who he works with now. Right. So, like, I mean, you could work with Seth. I mean.
1: Like, he's kind of been working with Seth because, it, I mean, it, it was... Big E and Seth and then it turned into Big E, Seth and Kevin Owens so like... and na- Kevin? And then we had that feud with the four of them and then the five of them but now Bobby and Brock are doing their thing so we still have Kevin Seth and Big E out of that feud just kind of
0: Yeah, I feel like Big e's in, in a bad limbo.
1: Right, right and I, I wonder if it's going to be like it maybe turn into him and Kevin Owens or what but I don't think that they're going to run back this Seth and Big E thing no, because they, they just did it and they... and it was big and it was great and they're just going to leave it there. So I don't, I don't know, but I'm excited that Big E is going to be in the rumble. I don't think he's going to win the rumble.
0: No, I would definitely not pick um, Big E to win the rumble at this point. That doesn't mean that they can't give us a reason to think that he could win within the next like two weeks. Right. But I just feel like, and we'll get to like a more of like rumble predictions and stuff later on and what we think will go on with like the main event. And maybe we'll talk ourselves into Big E winning the rumble but as of like right now i just i don't feel like because if he were to win you either face roman or brock or or whoever Bobby or seth yeah and whoever I don't they're feel facing like, at yeah, rumble and it there's just there's a big mess here
1: yeah it doesn't none of those would be who i would want to see biggie go against at wrestlemania well, you also
0: have to consider either way no matter how the cards fall, right. <laughs> Brock Lesnar and Roman is the main event of WrestleMania,
1: right. And we have a pay per view in between Rumble and Mania.
0: Yes, we do have a Saudi show with the Elimination Chamber. They might not call it that allegedly, but they're like that match is going to be on that show. So we always have that match to move some titles around. But either way, Brock and Roman's your your main event. So I feel like whichever, I feel like the other title will be the one that's challenged for out of the Rumble. Right. I hope that like I had this nightmare. That Roman is going to lose, uh, like early in the night on Rumble, and then go and win the Rumble later on.
1: Yeah, but that could and go then the challenge same Brock way. That way. It could go yeah, the same Brock way. It could Brock. do the same thing.
0: Yeah. I just, I, my, my Either least way, favorite scenario, Yeah. My least favorite scenario is Brock or Roman winning the Rumble because we do not need that to happen for that match to happen at Mania.
1: Listen, I'm. We've already said this. We are obsessed with the with the Royal Rumble. We love it so much. We were there when Roman won the Rumble and Philly booed him. Hard. We were there when Philly also booed The Rock.
0: Because we're trying
1: yeah. to get us to be hype about Roman winning this mm-hmm. rumble. Watch it back on Peacock. The booze were not there. They definitely cut that out. It is some booze were
0: way louder in person. It was
1: some bullshit. The booze were loud. We were furious. I thought Philly was about to riot. And guess what? We're about to be at that rumble. I'll be so mad. And bad. if Roman yeah. fucking wins, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be furious. I'm going to fly home that night. Like, I'm going to be like, you not know again. what? We're cutting our trip short. We're going home now. Like, it's, uh, it's not going to be great. I uh, am very excited, though. But the though. good thing
0: is there's another Rumble.
1: Yes, when right. When we went to the
0: Rumble last time, there wasn't two of them.
1: Right. Now we they also can't mess have both up. the women's Rumble. And we do think, which when we, we'll talk a little bit more in depth about well, just let's, the let's Rumble. Start to,
0: yeah, let's start to get through Raw because we're going to end with some Rumble talk. But we had the cutting edge back. Edge is going to have his guest, Beth Phoenix, Auntie Betty, the love of his life, on his talk show, and they're just going to talk about how Beth's going to beat the hell out of Maurice,
1: right? And then the Miz and Maurice are here. All, they're just like standing at the entrance, though. They didn't come near the ring. They are not coming no. near the grit couple. Maurice didn't
0: even want to come out on stage. She
1: was so far behind the Miz while he is talking, and the Miz is sitting there like Maurice, tell Beth how you're going to win, and Maurice fucking leaves. Yeah, she literally just like kept taking little steps backwards and then when he was like tell everybody how you're going to beat beth she turned around and walked away so beth tells him to tell maurice that if she doesn't show up for their match then she will fight him and guess what i hope that maurice does not show up for that match i want to see beth phoenix fight the miz i want to see that
0: i no, i think that would be fun but i there was when this match was originally announced Part of me just thought, Maurice is not going to wrestle.
1: No, not Beth Phoenix.
0: I think it's much more likely that they get a surrogate to team up with Miz to face Beth Phoenix. Right. I don't know who that surrogate would be. I think if I was the Miz, I would be scouting NXT. I would go find Raquel Gonzalez, offer to buy her like Andrade would (laughs) for the night, and just be like, I need you. Because, I mean, Raquel and Beth Phoenix know each other.
1: Yeah, but for I feel NXT. like that's
0: like a... Well, not actually buy her. Yeah, I mean, like, you give her a check. And, yeah. yeah, not purchase her. I will pay her. you
1: yeah. to come yes. work for me. <laughs> I will pay you a
0: fee <laughs> A bounty to take out Beth Phoenix. Like, that's what I would do if I was the Miz, because clearly your wife does not want to be a part of this.
1: No, she does not.
0: But, like, you need somebody to go face Beth, because no, you we can't can do have
1: it. Beth and the Miz fight each other. If Beth can take out the great Kali, and if Beth can yeah. take fucking RKOs, she can fight the Miz. And I, there's no doubt in my mind, and she straight up told him she was going to kick his teeth in, and I want to see it.
0: Listen, <laughs> it's not that I don't think she couldn't, it's that I don't Think that that would work? I, I listen. They may just do Miz and Maurice, and Maurice refuses to tag in. Yeah, and Beth does tag in and beats the shit out of the Miz and like right. it's a whole thing. But I just, if I'm the Miz, my wife's not happy. She doesn't want to be a part of this. Let her go home. I'll go get somebody else for this. There's a just this beast down in NXT that isn't doing anything.
1: Yeah, what is she doing?
0: She just lost at one of the worst triple threat matches I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah with uh, Mandy Rose and Cora Jade like bring her up this would be a great way to bring Raquel Gonzalez up show her off to the masses in this awesome event at Royal Rumble with like you get to be in there with two Hall of Famers and The Miz who is a future Hall of Famer right this would be the perfect place to build up a new star
1: we could no longer call it the grit couple and the it couple though and I like that
0: well that's okay (laughs)
1: <laughs> I know, you That's just like don't care about it. the least of my concerns. I like it. I think it's fun. But we also have this uh, triple threat match between Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, and Dewdrop. And Becky Lynch is on commentary, and whoever wins this is going to be facing Becky Lynch at the Royal Rumble and we talked last week about how we weren't really sure why DoDrop was even in this match but she's the only one that has yet to have a feud with Becky and how we did not think she was going to win this match because why would she have they were going to just either continue with Liv or continue with Bianca and then the WWE just threw a curveball in there and they let dewdrop win this match and okay yeah let's I see mean, it
0: silly us for thinking that like they wouldn't give DoDrop this shot i love it for right. do drop I think she's awesome. I would love for her to change her name. Um,
1: right, we know that they got go it back. back.
0: Yeah, go back to Piper Niven, please. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is an awesome match for her. I'm excited to see it, because we haven't seen it. Um, and Becky tried to lift up drop, Didn't work. And Becky is going to have to... Like, this is a different animal for her. This right. is a different kind of beast for her. I mean, she's fa- she's faced Nia Jax before, and I feel like Dewdrop is now in that Nia Jax role. But, like, the
1: Better way, version yeah, of just Nia better, Jax. Just
0: a better version. But
1: Nia Jax also broke Becky Lynch's face. So... Yes, and I don't
0: think dewdrop will do that. And no. I think that's I mean, a good thing.
1: But Dewdrop did slap the shit out of her and then throw her out of the ring like she was just a rag doll. Yeah. And so Becky, I mean, she is one of my favorite wrestlers, but she's going to have to step her game up for dewdrop and it's very intriguing to see. I'm in, I'm assuming that since Bianca and Liv aren't going to be in this match that they will probably be in the rumble but that hasn't been announced yet
0: no i don't think they've announced either one i i just i think that i would have rather i think i said this last week i would have rather had bianca be the match for becky at rumble just to keep bianca out of the rumble
1: right i don't want bianca in the rumble either because she she can't win this again
0: no i just i yes, i don't want back-to-back years and she always has great showings. You can have a great showing and not win right And I think that, like, if you put her in early, have her get, like, a few eliminations, have her get a big spot, it's fine. But, like, she's always going to be one of those people that's, like, she might actually win.
1: Right. I mean, even her first year when she was still in NXT and she came up for one of the women's Rumbles. She looked amazing. She looked so good. And she just proved that more and more with every Rumble that she's been in. And the fact that she won last year and then made... herself this this big spotlight of wwe and now she's kind of like give that spotlight to somebody else like i don't need to see bianca win again because bianca does not need to be the winner of the rumble to be in that spotlight give it to somebody else well there is
0: somebody go or yeah
1: give it to my girl bailey or
0: Listen, bailey's a great option ask is a great option there is the runner-up last year, who would also be a great option, who is now free from the restraints of a terrible <laughs> tag Christ. team. We did finally have the splitting of Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley. So, like, we, like, give Rhea something to do. Right. She. This would be the perfect time for her to be elevated as a single star. Again, you don't have to win the Rumble. Give her a great showing. Have her eliminate like 10 people or whatever make her look amazing and make her like just i think this needs to be the year that you just go full bore and push this girl because she's she is really good this is the girl that and you can push this like charlotte won the royal rumble and could have chosen to fight for the smackdown championship or the raw championship she chose to go face rhea ripley for the nxt championship
1: well that kind of opens up the door too with that history there like Rhea could potentially win the Rumble and then go challenge Charlotte and be like, I want my title back because she has been champ. And just be like, I want a title, and I'm going to come take it off of you because you came and took mine away from me. Exactly. And it would be perfect. I am happy that she's not with Nikki A.S.H. anymore. I hated their breakup. I could not
0: deal with that. It It was so
1: garbage. Was Nikki just, as a
0: supervillain sounds fun though.
1: Right, and we've talked about this before. Where like she should be a supervillain, and she did turn on Rhea. We thought that Rhea was going to turn on her. We said it would be more fun with Nikki being the one to turn, and she I did. Know, but it was so
0: awkward and, and like gross.
1: Right, it, the whole thing was weird. But then when Nikki was leaving, she was like, almost superheroes don't need friends, which I But I was. True. How many friends does Superman have, do you think? Yeah, but I was so mad about that because while it was happening, I was like, oh, where's Alexa Bliss? Because she was supposed to be coming back. So, like, I was like, all right, we're on the journey back to Raw or whatever the hell that they were calling it. And I was like, all right, let's bring her back and have her, like, do something here and, like, help Nikki in the process here. And instead, Nikki turns around and was like, I don't need friends. I was like, well, you just shot down my idea real quick.
0: Well, unfortunately, we. I mean. Fortunately and unfortunately. Fortunately, we have Alexa Bliss back.
1: Yeah, but, like, is she really... Love
0: her. She's fantastic. And, like, we've been watching old Rumbles because we always do in Rumble season. That girl gets crazy pops. For real. Every single Rumble that she's in, when her music hits, the crowd pops for it. She's crazy popular. We saw the merch numbers uh, for 2021. She was one of the highest sellers in merchandise with that Lily doll. No wonder why they're actually keeping her in this gimmick as much as we don't like it. Right. It makes sense to keep her doing this. We had her. She's in therapy. And she's got, she's seen a shrink here. And she's apparently made great progress according to this shrink. And you could have fooled me.
1: Yeah, because, you know, actions speak louder than words. And her actions here were not um. She destroyed
0: progress. that man's office. Mm-hmm. just threw everything ripped pages out of diaries or notebooks whatever she like those um what are those desk thing calls those clackers those those desk ball clackers that everybody knows what I'm talking about when I say that yeah so you had those on the desk that are clicking back and forth and Alexa just looks at it and they stop she still has superpowers
1: right and she's
0: which Nikki should be envious of
1: for real and she's still upset about the whole lily thing which like we said of yeah. now we know why they're keeping lily she is a high seller so we get why they're keeping her but like, yeah, like it's what, crazy
0: how many they sold
1: it is actually insane but like what is the plan with Alexa here because she's not technically like back it's not like she was in the ring like she was this was just a promo of her in a therapist office but there doesn't really seem to be a plan because if she's still mad at charlotte and that was the whole clip was like charlotte ripping lily apart and like she's still upset and she's still mad at charlotte but her and charlotte are on two different shows now
0: well the rumble exists
1: right is she she going to win and switch like is she going to be in the rumble
0: I would assume so. Here's it, the like, thing. This
1: should have been a... Her return should not have been this dumb journey back no, to Raw. No, It should have been a surprise Rumble entry. Absolutely,
0: entrance. yes. And and it would have been, again, a great pop for her because she is very popular. But you, you said the thing that we don't know what the plan is. It doesn't right. seem like there's a plan for her. That is Raw booking just 100% of the time.
1: Yeah, for real. Well, that's how they always are. It like, doesn't Veer make any sense. Like, Veer has been
0: coming for months. Right. Elias disappeared back in, like, August.
1: Well, he died, and, remember? Yeah, Elias <laughs> is dead.
0: And we haven't heard anything about it since August. Yeah,
1: what he's going to be when he comes back. Like, nobody knows.
0: Like, we just, we start these things. Like, WWE starts the booking process at, like, the very beginning with no idea of where the finish will be. Right. Right. And it's so weird to not know the ending of your story before you start the story.
1: It doesn't make any sense to me. And then they'll do, like, dumb shit where they keep tag teams together for too long. Like, AJ and Omos, like, they kept them together for too long. This week we ended up having AJ go against Austin Theory because him and Omos are no longer a thing. So that gets all interrupted by Grayson Waller because there's that, like, NXT beef between AJ and Grayson and Waller. So we have that. AJ's going to be in the Rumble now. Omos was, like, mad at Reggie for whatever reason backstage, yeah. So, like, they started this tag team, then they broke them up, and now what are they doing with them?
0: Well, Omos is squashing uh, local talent. Oh,
1: my God. Omos my only killed note, some poor little man. My only note about this whole thing was just that poor, poor little man because he did not stand a chance.
0: No, Omos killed him. Um, that's what we're doing with Omas now? Yeah, he's Just squashing going, local talent? But he's
1: going against Reggie next week, so, like... That-
0: well, I think that Reggie is bound to have a spot in the Rumble where, like, he... I don't know, does something cool. Maybe he gets, like, the Kofi spot. No, like, and, like, instead he gets of to Kofi... Go- Maybe maybe they both do it, but I feel like Omas is built for, like, that, that, that diesel spot in the Rumble yeah. where there's ten people in there. Omas is going to come in and eliminate everyone, and then whoever eliminates Omas is, like, the big hero. Right. Right.
1: I mean, that would be good as long as, like, whoever doesn't eliminate Omas Like, you're just adding to the nightmare here. Like, Omos is the one that's being, like, the dominant one, and then the music hits and out comes Brock Lesnar. yeah. Uh, and or Lashley or, or Big E. Right.
0: It could be like there's a lot of guys. It's whoever eliminates Omas from the Rumble is going to be like it's like when Drew McIntyre eliminated Brock. It's like the yeah. big moment. And like maybe that's the guy that wins the rumble now.
1: But here's the thing, I don't think a lot of the guys are going to be pulling double duty. I do think that the women will, they almost have will to. get into that. The women especially the women I think will some of them will pull double duty, but I don't know about the guys. Like because you could easily do we have four <laughs> matches lined up for Rumble, but you could easily make 30 guys without using the men in those four matches. Or three matches, I think three of the matches have men in it. We could easily make up thirty men without it. You can't make up thirty women without pulling double duty or all of NXT women.
0: No, and they there was a report out that they don't want to use a lot of NXT women, which is just ass backwards to me. So dumb. But uh, we're about to get into SmackDown, and I wanted to just go back to what I was saying earlier about how WWE loves to book people and then like never actually commit to the idea with like Veer uh, is coming and Elias is dead. Uh, remember when Zia Lee showed up that one time?
1: Yeah, yeah, where she That was at? cool.
0: Zia Lee Li had like the dopest debut. Right. She looked cool as hell. Mm-hmm. And like she's standing up for Naomi against like the evil Sony DeVille and her friends. And Sony DeVille is still shitting all over Naomi. And Zia has not been seen since that one night.
1: It doesn't make any sense. And even on. And cool, man. Even on SmackDown this week, there was still Naomi and Sonya fighting for whatever reason that they're fighting. And Sonya tells her, you know, if you touch me while I'm wearing this jacket, you'll get fined, taken out of the Rumble or fired or whatever. Like all of that stuff. And the whole time this is happening, I don't. We're not going to get into all of it. How eventually Sonya takes off the jacket and blah blah blah. I know. so don't corny. Care. The
0: whole night was just like, oh my god, it's hot in here. What's yeah. Wrong with the thermostat? So like, <laughs> I'm
1: going to take my jacket off, and then Naomi's going to be there, literally lickety split, and like, hey, I'm going to fight you like, now. How?
0: Like, think about that in like a real work environment, right? Where like somebody's just like, oh, when I put this jacket on on the boss, like that's not actually what she means. It's right. Like, it's, it's theoretical. Like, exactly. oh, this jacket makes me not. It's not literally that jacket.
1: Well, I so do. Like she takes
0: it off, and Naomi's like, oh, that jacket's not on, so you're not my boss. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to find you now. No, she still
1: is. No. I have this prediction, or I don't know if it's necessarily a prediction, but it's something that I kind of think should happen, where I think we're going to see Sonya in the Rumble. We have not seen her wrestle in a while. I don't think she's going to actually wrestle-wrestle in the Rumble, but I think that we might see her in the Rumble, and she's the, remit, the reason that Naomi gets eliminated, or... Vice versa. I think it has
0: to be vice versa. Like, Like, I I think think this is where you get Naomi's revenge.
1: Right, like, we'll see Sonya come down and then Naomi will end up getting her eliminated. And I think that that would be fun. I I would like that. There's a lot of things that we can get into when it comes to, like, who's going to eliminate who and how it would be fun with the Rumble and how you have all those different little feuds happening inside the Rumble. But... We also have big feuds happening outside the Rumble, like Roman and Seth. It became official. It was like teased to us last SmackDown. It became official on Raw. This Smackdown, we opened the show with a replay of what happened with Roman sitting backstage and Seth knocking. And this time when Seth knocked, the video package lined up the shield's like oh, clips so and cool. music, and it was so good. And like I mean, you put it the best way while we were watching it. If their video packages were as, like, if their show itself was as good as their video packages, they'd be unstoppable. It
0: would be incredible. Like, if you could just book pro- programming half as good as these, like, two-minute, three-minute vignettes, you would have the best program on television. And I love this whole, I mean, this whole SmackDown was great because the they had that connecting thread Of this entire episode is about Seth and Roman's journey through WWE together, split apart, now back one-on-one against each other. You had them debuting as the Shield. We did get some Dean Ambrose sightings, which was nice. Um, You had the splitting of the Shield when Seth turned on Roman and Dean. You had the cash-in at WrestleMania, the greatest cash-in ever when Seth cashed in and pinned Roman for the title. So good. And then now you're back here, and Roman's your champ. Seth is your challenger, and they did have a face-to-face.
1: Right. They, so they opened the show with this video package, and they closed the show with the face-to-face. Yes, the
0: entire connecting thread of the show was this: was that this is Roman versus Seth Knight. Right. And they get in the ring face-to-face, and Seth says it. When it comes to one-on-one matches for belts, Roman doesn't have a great record against Seth. Seth has Roman's number. Seth created Roman. Seth can destroy Roman. And Roman's just not taking him seriously at all.
1: No, well, Seth also like <laughs> at one point when they first started, Seth like, oh, for old times' sake, and puts his fist in like it's like the yeah. that they were gonna do the shield thing, and Roman straight up says like, this is beneath me, like this is not like mm. it's Seth's beneath mm. him now, and that's why Seth would just like laughed and was like. Bro, I've done, I've made a name for myself on my own. Like, I created the shield, I made you, and then when I broke up the shield, you found the bloodline. So, like, he's never. Which is,
0: the timeline does not light up there at all. Right. I mean, he
1: did do some stuff by himself for a while, but he, like, says to him, like, can you look in the mirror and really say that you did it all by yourself? And he, like, Roman's out here calling himself the greatest here, and, like, he is the greatest on SmackDown, but Seth's here. So, yeah. like, is he the greatest?
0: And Seth is basically, a- again, Seth is the guy that Roman didn't want to see come through that door. Right. And Roman's trying to play it off, like, I'm not worried about you. Like, I don't even, like, you're not even, like, you're not at my level. I'm the greatest here. If I wanted to face a real megastar, I would have picked your wife.
1: Hilarious. Which
0: gets, like, the oohs and ahs from the crowd. Seth laughs it off. And out comes the Ustos. Right. Because... Roman needs the Usos, Yes, proving Seth's Seth, point exactly right.
1: And Seth also proves his own point by being prepared for that. Yes, He immediately turns around when the Usos come up. The Usos would have snuck up on anybody else. Seth saw it coming. He gets out of the way. He gets away from them. He leaves just unscathed. Like, he's fine. Almost
0: gave Roman a kiss. Like, it was, he, like, crazy. He gets out of the ring, and then the Usos come out of the ring to get him, and, like, he runs back in the ring, gets in Roman's face, almost gives him a smooch, right. and then fucking bounces... And yet, Seth is, he was the architect of the S.H.I.E.L.D., and they always built him up as the smartest guy in the room. Like, he was, um, Triple H was the cerebral assassin. He learned from Triple H. Like, right. he became that.
1: He was part of the authority and he at that point.
0: he was prepared for the Usos to come. Mm-hmm. He saw it coming, and Roman again, and SmackDown, just not happy.
1: Right, and then the Usos, of course, like we said, try to help here, but... Earlier in the night, the Usos came out saying that they were the best, and they beat the Usos, or the the Usos beat the Usos. The Usos beat the New Day. I mean, they said Usos a hundred times. A hundred times at least. And they they even said straight up that the New Day brings out the best of them and in them, and, and they do put on their best performance when they go against the New Day. And we've said this before. The Usos and the New Day just work beautifully together. But then they start introducing and calling out all the tag teams that are coming out for the Fatal 4-Way match for the number one contender spot to go against them. So we have Los Lotharios versus the Viking Raiders, Cesaro and Mansoor, which we were saying earlier, so random and weird, and then Gender and um, Shanky. Shanky.
0: The longest arms you've ever seen on a human being.
1: <laughs> yeah, but no Veer, because Veer got separated well, in the coming. draft, yeah. but he's coming, but we we don't know when. He yeah. was supposed to be here like two weeks ago.
0: The state of the SmackDown tag team roster is atrocious.
1: It this the the best part about this was at the end when the Viking Raiders win the Usos get up on the table. This, this it's a shame that the best thing about this wasn't even anything to do with the match. They get up on the announce table and they grab a mic and they start running their mouths <laughs> and stuff. Oh, and yeah. Pat McAfee yeah. stands up behind them on his chair yeah. and he's just like one of them. Yeah, he's so,
0: holding up the one like Pat McAfee. Yeah,
1: he man. is. He's so funny. Like a. There are so many things. Like, even later in the night, we'll just skip right to all the best Pat McAfee moments. Because Sami Zayn comes out and he's announcing that he's, oh like, officially God, yeah. joining the Royal Rumble. And he starts talking shit on Johnny Knoxville, saying how he himself, Sami Zayn, is a better jackass than Johnny Knoxville?
0: Yeah.
1: Sir jackass? Yeah. So, whatever. He's, like, announcing his new little show. And it's the first episode and it's called In Zayn. I love it. I love it. I, uh, if you can't tell, love dad puns. Love this so much. And basically he's going to be a jackass and he's in the cart and like the... Shopping car. The shopping cart. And he's going to hit this ramp and then land in front of the announce table. But he is too scared to do these stunts. And he keeps chickening out saying that it's scary and it's dangerous. And Pat McAfee turns around and he's like, this show stinks. Johnny <laughs> Knoxville would have tried to kill himself three times already. Like that was, it, it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Until Rick Boog shows up and then Shinsuke's back. He attacked Sammy and Boogs has short hair now.
0: Yes, B- Boogs looked like Freddie Mercury if Freddie Mercury was on a 3,000-calorie-a-day diet. And, <laughs> I mean, it, it, the the whole segment was just pure comedy. And Sami Zayn gets left laying because that... I mean, Rick Boogs threw Sami a distance yeah, for real. out of the ring. And I'm excited for Boogs in the Rumble for that reason because I think that he would be a great option to throw Johnny Knoxville into a crowd of people.
1: The crowd of people that I've decided I want to be the rest of the Jackass crew...
0: Yeah, could be. I just think Johnny Knoxville is going to be thrown.
1: Right. you said That run. was your prediction, I think, last week. or Whenever we found out that Johnny Knoxville was going to be in it, that was your prediction, that you think yes. he's going to get thrown into a crowd of people. I think it would be funny if that crowd of people was like Steve-O and the rest of Jackass. Yeah, I think no, that I would be I wanted to fun. get
0: back real quick to um, these, these tag teams. Terrible tag teams on SmackDown because on Raw, we didn't talk about it, but uh Team RK Bro lost right. their Raw tag team titles to the Alpha Academy with Chad Gable and Otis, who apparently have been friends for like twenty years yeah, and they never just finding even that out and they never mentioned it. It's so weird. Uh but yeah, like uh, they finally got the titles off of Team RK Bro. The SmackDown division does not have tag teams to go against the Usos outside of like the New Day. And I don't know what they plan on doing. Like they're gonna have to throw some people together like this Cesaro mansour nonsense. Because poor Cesaro just keeps getting thrown in tag teams. That's just, like, his thing.
1: Yeah, but they they throw these tag teams together, and then I just, like, hate them. Like, they have Baron Corrin and Madcap, too. And I can't stand yeah, that. So, bad. like, I don't want them to go against it. Right now...
0: The Viking Raiders do get the, the title shot against the Usos. Right.
1: So that, hopefully, will be something good good. so i mean like i said it's better than seeing Madcap, and he went against kofi because xavier woods is her. and uh, like again the best part about certain things had about the tag team matches had nothing to do with the tag team match like the best part about this was kofi coming out and speaking for the king and saying that xavier has a calf injury from carrying the tag division
0: very funny yeah
1: very good but we i mean Kofi, I think, got announced on Twitter that he'll be in the Rumble. Of course, yeah. So I'm excited to see Kofi in the Rumble because it's Kofi Kingston, and he always has a cool move in the Rumble. Uh, Alita is here, and then she's just, like, here to talk about how she's going to be in the Rumble, and, like, we might be getting Alita, like, tour run again yeah
0: so like this report comes out from sean ross sap that lita was in talks with AEW for a little bit and then nothing ever came of that right and now lita's back and she's talking about how she wants to enter the rumble and she's got one more run left in her so like i don't know if that means that she just has one more like run like also they like she's mentioned that back in her day they didn't have women's rumbles Mm-hmm. And she's talking like she's never been in one.
1: Right, she's been in all of the women's Rumbles. She was Rumbles.
0: in the first women's Rumble.
1: I'm pretty sure she's been in all of them.
0: But, like, either way, like, she's done this before. But, like, right. she comes out and she says, she like, she has one more run. She wants to uh, win the Royal Rumble and then main event WrestleMania. And then Charlotte comes out because obviously. And I'll tell you what, for the first time in a while, somebody left Charlotte laying. And it was Lita.
1: And she stood tall over Charlotte, and I loved that. Like posing on the ropes afterwards, standing I think tall.
0: As like, you can you could easily wedge Lita into the main event scene for like the women's division on SmackDown. That's not hard to do, especially because you have Sasha out, Tony bounced. And, I mean, there's not yeah, really like, a and, lot of people and to choose who from. who
1: knows whether or not Bailey's coming back, if she'll be cleared for the Rumble. Yeah,
0: and Sonya hates Naomi, so she's out of it. Right. Like, it, it, there's not a lot of people to choose from. So, like, Lita versus Charlotte would be a cool main event. I would rather see it at Rumble. Yeah. Than, like... Uh, lita in the rumble is going to be fine i hope like that backflip always scares the shit on me because she's always so close to just lance or her- her- herself
1: yeah i don't need to see that i'm tired of seeing people spike themselves while doing backflips i can't see lita do it that's my girl i love her and then and it the- was it
0: was a nice segment because again like charlotte ended this one on her back and she usually right? gets the upper hand lita got the upper hand here
1: Right. And then another good segment that came out of, well, another interesting segment yeah. that came out of SmackDown was Aaliyah versus Natalia. And it's only because this is Aaliyah's single debut match. So we haven't seen her in a minute. We haven't seen her wrestling in a minute. It was great. Uh, Natty is carrying around a Guinness World Record book now because, you know, she has like three records or whatever. And then Aaliyah wins this match breaking the record for the fastest win which was like three ish seconds which like also means so another record for natalia natty got another record yeah, she was record. in
0: the shortest match in wwe history right um uh, she lost it but that doesn't matter to her she 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 got another record and good for Aliyah. she gets a win she got screwed out of that whole survivor series thing we really haven't seen her since she's just been like she talked to Jeff Hardy once, remember?
1: Yeah. And she is set up for the Rumble. Yes. So we do have, I mean, she's I not, don't
0: have very high hopes no. for her, but. Um, There's you know. a few
1: people on this list that I don't have high hopes for. So I mean, let's get right into the rumble. We have four matches: Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, going to be hard hitting. We cannot stay like say it enough how great that match is going to be. Not going to be long. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Drew Drop. Sure. Yeah, intriguing.
0: Yeah. Dude. So
1: I'm excited about that. Grit couple versus maybe the It couple.
0: Okay.
1: Maybe. Um, And then Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins, a WrestleMania-worthy match at Royal Rumble.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is a a very good card uh, just so far. And and they can't obviously have a lot of matches because the two Rumbles are probably going to last about an hour or so. Uh, But just the four matches outside of that, that we just listed those are fantastic yes
1: that's a great card in itself and then for the men's side of the rumble we had some men that were announced announced on raw some smackdown some on twitter johnny knoxville like we said cannot wait to see the celebrity great celebrity to be added into the rumble montez ford angelo dawkins the mysterios both of them austin theory sheamus aj styles damian priest biggie Sami Zayn, Happy Corbin, Mad Cat Moss, and Kofi Kingston. I'm the most excited to see Kofi Kingston in this match, but I don't want to see him win this match. I I just like... Go back and watch Old Mania, or Old Rumbles, and you'll see why I like Kofi in matches. Of course,
0: Kofi's legendarily known for being very hard to eliminate.
1: Right, except for 2020 where Brock just dominates and destroys. Everybody just throws him right onto his his feet. Bullshit.
0: Uh, But... Nobody that has been announced yet for the men's Rumble is going to win this Rumble.
1: Right. I agree with that. I There's don't not think... a single name on that no. list that
0: makes me think, like, oh, maybe.
1: Maybe, maybe AJ Styles. I don't see it. But, like, I don't see him not, going not against the way... either champion.
0: Yeah, and again, like we said earlier, they have two more weeks to build this. Yes. And they could build it into something that, like, AJ Styles, like, we believe he actually could win the Rumble. But I just, I don't see it. Uh, quite yet, and then the women's rumble: Carmella, Dana Brooke, Nikki Ash, uh, Zelina Vega, Rhea Ripley, Tamina, Aaliyah, Charlotte, Naomi, Shotzi, the Bella Twins, Lita, now Kelly Kelly, Michelle McCool, Summer Rae, and the current Impact uh, Knockouts Champion, Mickey James. And I, I don't—I mean, there, there should have been surprises. Uh,
1: right, a few, I mean, we know Summer Ray was supposed to be a surprise. She yes. said that, that it she was supposed to be a surprise, and they decided to announce her. I think it would have been cool to have Mickey James, honestly. Would have
0: been an awesome surprise.
1: That would have been a really cool surprise. I was even thinking, like, maybe the Bellas, but not, because you couldn't bring them out together. So, like, yeah. announcing them is cool. Um, Lita, I assumed, would be in it. Michelle McCool, I could have guessed, Kelly Kelly's so, name.
0: we also did touch on it. Charlotte, in her promo with Lita in the ring. Shit-talked Trish Stratus a solid amount.
1: Right, and Lita, before Charlotte came out, was talking up Trish Stratus. So, like, mm-hmm. is Trish coming back for the Rumble?
0: I, I would think so. Right. Uh, especially because there's just this shortage
1: Right, and then you know, we have to also be curious about whether or not we Bailey will be back in time, whether or not Oscar is ready to come back, whether or not Lacey Evans is ready to come back
0: these I mean women, even sasha sasha's injury is is not like a serious thing. It could right. be just like she could come in for three minutes.
1: This is what I'm thinking with Lacey Evans, too, where like she physically looks like she's back and ready to complete. I don't know. Medically, if she's cleared to come back, she just had a baby, like, a couple of yeah, months it was ago. Yeah, not that long ago. But, I mean, maybe she could come back for a couple of minutes and then just get thrown in the top rope. Like, when Becky came back, I feel like maybe... She wasn't ready. Like, she wasn't ready, yeah. and that's why she won in the 26 seconds or whatever the hell it was. Like, I think that's why that match was as short as it was. So, Lacey Evans could have that type of run, too. And then, you know, maybe Sonya Deville. Also, also... If we have such a shortage of women...
0: Yeah, this is a good one. If
1: we have such a shortage of women, and it's a women's rumble, there is one woman that comes to mind that has never been in a
0: women's rumble. And and the craziest thing is, she invented women's wrestling.
1: For real.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Guys, this woman that we're about to talk about invented women's wrestling. She started the women's revolution... If it wasn't for her, women wouldn't even exist on this planet. I don't think.
1: Well, no, because how is she? Nobody is going she to get
0: all of these wrestlers. And
1: it's nobody's going to get in Vince McMahon's ear like his daughter, yeah. Stephanie McMahon.
0: Stephanie McMahon should be in the Rumble. Man. Why
1: is she not in the? It Rumble? would be so. This, fun. but but they need that to be a surprise.
0: Oh, of course! Yeah. That
1: needs to be a surprise. I think people the crowd would, would be nuts for go yeah. insane. I think it would, think be, it so would be fantastic. People would be like, "Oh shit!" Like it would Especially be because, like, amazing. all the girls
0: in the room would be like, "Can we touch her? Are we allowed to do anything? Like, what <laughs> right. are we?" Like, it would have to be like a legend that, like, decides to it. would be Nikki Bella. Her. It could be yeah, Nikki, Nikki Bella, Bella the and the Bella Stephanie, twins. The Bella twins, like of all the nonsense, the Stephanie started back in the day. Of
1: heat. Um, you know who else I was thinking about because we we. Had this tradition leading up to rumbles where we go back and we watch old rumbles and we've already said it i mean listen if you want to watch an old rumble rumble where beth phoenix is the most badass human being in the world go watch the 2020 rumble not for the weak stomach but while we were watching one of the rumbles over the last few days um alicia fox
0: yeah, it would be a fun one. Like she would back. be
1: fun to come back. Yep. You
0: know, like she's only. I mean, she was. Uh, I don't know. She's
1: considered like a legend now.
0: I yeah, I guess. But like it's a, it's the thing is, or like, do need they want to use NXT women? And apparently, if they don't, it makes sense to just go get random people, Right. like whoever they can find, whoever's available. But I would, yeah, I would rather see like Io Shirai needs to be in the Rumble. I would love to see Raquel Gonzalez in the Rumble. Like there are women in NXT that I think have just been, just kind of. Like, why aren't they on the main roster already? Yeah. Kind of people, like, bring them up. Like, Mandy would be a good uh, person to bring up because she's the NXT Women's Champion. Like, bring her I in. think
1: especially Mandy should be in it. Like, I think the champions in NXT should be able to be in it.
0: I mean, it would make it would make sense to bring some. Um, and then, like, you have, like, your reluctant spots. There's still quite a few open spots.
1: Oh, well, yeah, I think we uh, Alexa
0: have— Alexa hasn't announced yet. Um, Charlotte being in it is weird. I wish they would take her out somehow. Uh, but oh, this is
1: crazy. We actually have more women announced than men. We have fourteen men announced and twenty women announced.
0: So like that's ten spots. Like that's not including Alexa, who definitely is going to be one of those spots. So we have like nine-ish open spots.
1: I do think that there might be double duty. Like I think uh, Beth Phoenix will be in yeah, this like too. this grit versus it couple match, and then also in the Rumble. Uh, we know Charlotte's doing. Like that, she'll be in it as the champion. So who's to say that Becky won't also be in it or Dewdrop won't pull double duty? We said earlier Bianca and Liv Morgan have not been announced yet. So maybe yeah, they good, won't two. announce the last ten spots. Like I'm
0: I no, they're gonna they'll they will announce Liv and Bianca and probably Alexis. So that leaves us with seven surprises. Right, so
1: okay, I we need some like I'm five ish surprises.
0: And that will be more than enough. That's more than fine. enough.
1: And then now I'm like now that I'm looking at this, I am very curious to see where they're going to go with the men's side because to me it would have been no issue filling up the men's side because there's so many men to choose from, but we only have fourteen announced. And I don't think that they're going to surprise sixteen of them, so we're gonna get more like announced soon, I'm assuming.
0: Yeah, I mean, right at right now as it sits, I do still want Bailey to win the Rumble. I still have her Yeah slotted in Uh, is my winner. If she's not back, I would like to see Rhea win it. On the men's side, it gets way tougher because this is a mess.
1: Right, and the fact that we have this... A good mess. Right, and the fact that we have this, like, pay-per-view in the middle is also kind of throwing me off because say Brock or Roman... Say your nightmare happens. Like, Brock or Roman lose before the Rumble match and then they enter the Rumble match and then they win the Rumble match like they're going to mania but what's going to happen at that in between pay-per-view mm-hmm. with like the titles so like that's a whole thing. I really don't want Brock or Roman in this match. I do not I want one or both of them to lose their titles. I do think Seth Rollins should take that title from Roman Reigns. I do too. I think now is the time he's the one like give it to him. Let's see it happen. I don't know. That's the
0: thing. Is like, then like what happens with those titles? Right. Do we switch brands? Do we go with the universal title on raw and then the WWE title on SmackDown? Like it's, there's these small variables that change everything. Like, the, like Roman testing positive for COVID turned this whole main event scene in WWE into just this scramble. Mm -hmm. and, like, it's working out because now we get Bobby and Brock. I don't know if that was the plan before, but it damn sure is the plan now, and I love it.
1: Right, like, this could have potentially been a blessing in disguise.
0: Exactly, and, like, Seth versus Roman. I don't know if that happens. Right,
1: and we've said this when they were on the same roster, that it's crazy that they haven't, even interacted in years and it It was was fantastic and and it built for this perfect moment like now we're excited for it we want to see it and and we can see it happening it would be an awesome mania match it's not going to be but it would have been and i don't know like i just can't we're gonna have to watch more old rumbles to see (laughs) um you know who else is out there who would be a fun Person have in there. It is weird watching old Rumbles now because now we can go up. Oh, they were released. Up, oh, they were released. They're yeah. on AEW now. Look at like a
0: few of them, like in the like recent years. Like half the guys in the Rumble are just are not in the company right. anymore. And then like you go back farther, it's like 2006, and it's like, oh, this person's in AEW still wrestling. And like, yeah, remember, like Goldust was a surprise entrant, and like he's still going. Right, 16 years. later it's like, oh my god, Goldust is back. And then yeah, I mean, if you want to see some real shit. Watch the 2006 Rumble, like, throughout, and, like, the backstage segments. You'll be amazed at the stuff that people were getting away with doing. Was that on...
1: 2006 or was that 99?
0: Yeah, no, it was, it was 2006. It's so weird. 2006 oh, was only right. 16 years ago, and the world has changed so much that Vince McMahon would be, like, canceled, uh, he would be canceled so hard.
1: He would be canceled, for
0: sure. Like, go back and watch some of the segments in that show. Great Rumble. Um, yeah, But, I mean, like, the segments throughout, it's just like, this is just inappropriate. But that's the thing. We love watching old Rumbles. We're watching them all back now. And it's awesome to see the growth of some stars. Like, watching guys that were getting put over huge back in the day. and Like, they didn't really amount to anything.
1: Right. Or watching, like, when... The 2020 Men's Rumble when Brock Lesnar is just out there destroying people, like 14 people, it was turning into a gauntlet match. Yeah. And then like Ricochet comes out and Drew McIntyre comes out and Drew McIntyre takes out Brock Lesnar and you just see the turning point. And yeah, that 2020
0: was two Rumbles basically,
1: right? And that it really was like two. It was basically split like Brock Lesnar dominating and then this dope ass Rumble that happened when Drew eliminated Brock Lesnar. And then you just see this turn in Drew McIntyre's career where he was the one that not only eliminated Brock Lesnar at Royal Rumble, he then went on to WrestleMania and wins the title.
0: Yeah, from Brock in a... a in the performance center, Mania, which was like, it was strange, but like th- those kind of moments, like edges return in that same rumble. Oh my God. Like, what a. Some of the surprises, the crowd what a pops, jerker. the career defining moments, like rumbles are just the best.
1: And then also, you know, not just career defining moments, the defining of like badassery. Like Beth Phoenix (laughs) I you cannot say it enough how incredible that woman is. Like there are rumbles where there were no women's rumbles and Beth Phoenix was in the men's rumble and eliminated Kali and then turns around in the women's rumble and cracks her head open on a turnbuckle and then continues the match. It is incredible. We just watched that one like a couple of days ago and I'm ready to go watch it again. And honestly, we're gonna just hang up the time here. We're gonna go watch another rumble. Follow us on Instagram to see which ones we're watching this week. Also, Let us know if you have any recommendations on rumbles that you love. We were watching ones from 99 yesterday. So let us know any rumble that you loved. Watch out for our Instagram and any of our social medias to see what we're watching. And don't forget to subscribe, review, and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for
0: listening, guys.